1: Let's see what's troubling the McGees tonight before we get into our story.
2: Doggone your Aunt Sarah anyhow, Molly. How in Tunket does she expect anyone to read this postcard? Look at it. What's it say?
3: It says, tell McGee to talk Modified 3. Heavenly days. What does that mean? Oh,
2: I know. Well, trust your Aunt Sarah to know a goodbye when she sees it. <laughs> the Modified 3 is a prudential life insurance plan that's low cost from start to finish.
3: Well, don't let me dangle, McGee. Tell me facts.
2: Okay. Now, just imagine you're the head of a happy household. Yes. You've got a nice little family, and you're determined to make sure if anything happens to you, they'll be taken care of. But you also want life insurance protection that you can afford. A really low-cost plan.
3: So I call my prudential agent. He shows me the modified three.
2: And you like it. On account of because the premium you pay for the first three years is actually 15% lower than in later years. Uh-huh. But then in those later years, the prudential pays you annual dividends. And you can use these dividends to reduce the increased premium.
3: So, folks, your prudential agent will tell you what you want to know about this low-cost, modified three plan. Just call him today.
1: Some people find their relaxation with books or classical music. Others get their kicks from nightclubbing or scatting around in foreign cars. But Mr. McGee is a man of extremely simple tastes. Just give him a hammer and something to bang on, and he's as happy as a lark. Listen.
2: Oh, some cherries, pears, and apples for sitting in a sack. i smack dab on the railroad track. How long came a train with an awful smack? Yeah, fruit salad.
3: Is that you out there, McGee? It
2: ain't Perry Como.
3: <laughs> that was a silly question, all right. Yeah. Still working on Teeny's broken bicycle, are you? Yep,
2: just about done with it, though. Boy, was it ever a mess.
3: Yeah, I saw it when she brought it in this morning on her way to school. How in the world did she get the wheels all bent up like that?
2: Said she and the kids were playing streetcar, and she must have picked up 18 passengers too many.
3: (laughs) Well, I must say you've done a good job on it. The wheels are round again. Oh, look at this. A box with a slit in it, tied to the handlebars.
2: Sure, that's for the transfer, she said. It's printed on there, see?
3: I see. T-R-A-M-P-U-R-S. Transfers, huh? <laughs>
2: yeah, boy, I haven't seen such bad spelling since, old oh... Since
3: the last time you helped her with her homework.
2: Ah, you're joking, kiddo. When it comes to spelling, I'm as good as the... Doctor
3: boy! <laughs> Just about. Out here, Mr. Oldtimer. Mr. Oldtimer? I hear
4: you, daughter. I hear you. Say, we didn't have...
2: No, no, no. This way, Oldtimer.
4: Oh, in the front room, are you? Well, sounds like you were down the basement. I was gone. About. No,
3: we're not in there.
4: Here
2: we are for Pete's sake.
4: Hey, stop galloping around, bogging you. You're getting me all confused. How? Don't nobody move. Now, are you upstairs? <laughs> no. In the closet? Nope. In the woodwork? I bet that's it. Doc Gamble always claims you crawled out of the woodwork, Johnny. So oh, come on now, crawl out of the woodwork and let's go.
3: No, find no, we're not in the house at all. No,
4: we're out back
2: here in the garage.
4: No fudge, and I don't win the all-expense round-trip ticket for two to beautiful, romantic Nevada proving grounds, do I? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, you kids are mighty fast on your feet today. Thought I'd never catch up with you. Hey, what you fixing, Johnny? Something?
2: Just fixing teeny's bicycle. Going to take it over there in a few minutes. And... Oh,
4: oh, I wouldn't do that now. No, I wouldn't do that now. Just came from there. Her folks are all upset.
2: Oh, what's the trouble?
4: Well, seems they had a little three-day vacation trip planned. Couldn't get away last year, you know, with that new baby and all.
3: Oh, little Michael. He's so cute.
4: Well, so far, everything's been going wrong. First, they had trouble finding a babysitter. Then the family car went on the fridge. Oh, dear. So they decided to go by train. Yeah. Seems like this was a busy day for the train today, and they had a heck of a time getting the tickets. But they finally got them. Chicago, they're a-going to. So? So, they're all packed now and ready to go, and they can't find the train tickets no place.
3: Oh, isn't that always the way? One thing after another. Yes,
4: sir. Miss Taylor told me she's been tearing the house up all day. But them tickets have just dis completely peered. They what? They <laughs> vanished. Hey, don't know how the heck they could have lost them, either. Teeny's Papa told me they were about that long. About 12 pieces of paper all strung together Oh, like wait a minute,
3: old... wait a minute. McGee, open that box on the bicycle.
2: Box on... Oh, oh, yeah, the trampers. Hey, yeah, sure, you know, I'll bet... There, here they are. How about that?
3: Hey, that's them, all right. Well, what do you know? Come on, dearie, we'll take them over there and break the good news. Isn't that wonderful?
2: Yeah, it's a good thing I got Teenie's bicycle fixed, too. What do you mean? When we tell her father where we found these tickets, she's going to need something to get out of town with, fast. Well, come on, kiddo, let's go.
1: Back to West Vista in a minute. Maybe there are some things you don't like to think about, so you just erase them from your mind. Some people feel that way about cancer. Well, sometimes it's better to face up to things and do something about them instead of running away. And there is something you can do about cancer right this moment, according to the American Cancer Society. You can help speed the scientific research that science believes will eventually conquer cancer. Already, doctors know how to cure many patients with cancer if they're caught in time. But with other cases of cancer, the doctors can only ease pain and prolong life so far. In time, with enough research, they probably will know how to cure just about all cancers. Your financial support now may help determine what will happen when cancer strikes close to you. Remember, cancer will strike two out of three families. So send your generous contribution to your unit of the American Cancer Society, Cancer, care of your local post office. Strike back at cancer now.
0: And that's where we found them, Mrs. Taylor. Yes,
2: sir, right there in that little box on her bike.
0: Oh, I don't know how to thank you. Mark and I have just been frantic. Teeny? Uh,
2: no, well, she didn't mean to, of course. She didn't realize the tickets no, were
3: No, no, just careless, of course. Children teeny. are... Teeny!
5: Yes, Mother dear? Did you call me, Mother dear? Oh, hi, Mr. and Miss McGee.
2: Hello, dear. Hi, Teeny.
5: Doesn't my dear mother look just beautiful with her dear hair all fixed up pretty like that? She sure is beautiful, my dear mother, and kind, and sweet, and I heard what you said because I had my little ear to the keyhole, but honest, Mother dear, it wasn't me who took Daddy's train tickets. (laughs) I was just the motorman and station yeller, and Willie Toops, he handled the trampers, and... Okay, here.
0: Oh, put that hairbrush back. You know we don't beat you with a hairbrush.
5: Well, I didn't want to bring in the bullwhip because we got company. Now, you stop that.
0: Goodness, she's <laughs> incorrigible. You can say that again.
5: What does that mean? Incorrigible, Mama.
0: That means you're going to go to bed early tonight when Nana gets here and no television.
5: Oh, no, Mother dear. Not that. Not that. Anything but that. I'll lose my perfect attendance badge in the holly-duty club if word gets around and they got dodo birds all over town peeping in the windows. All right,
0: all right. We'll talk about it later.
5: Thank you, Mother dear. That means she's giving in. I'll see you later. I'm going to ride my new fixed bicycle. Thanks again for fixing it, mister. That's okay, Teeny. Oh,
0: that child.
2: (laughs) She's cute. I still think that kid's a midget. See, how's the baby?
0: Oh, he's just fine. His daddy took him with him to the station a while ago to see if he left the tickets down there. Oh, dear. I'm so excited, I I completely forgot about poor Mark roaming around that railroad station. Why don't you phone and have him paged? They'll call. Oh, good idea, I will. I I can't tell you how grateful I am to the two of you for finding those tickets. This, This trip means so much. Oh, excuse me, that's probably him now. Hello? Oh, oh, it's you, Nana. Our babysitter.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yes, Nana. I'm so glad you called. We found the tickets, and we don't have to call off our trip after all. Isn't that wonderful?
2: Happy as a kitten in a creamery.
0: Oh, it's too late to go today. We'll have to get the tickets changed, but we'll get on that train tomorrow if I have to ride in the engineer's lap. Hmm? Oh, no. Oh, dear. Sounds like
3: more trouble. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I know... Yes, Nana. We, we did tell you we thought we'd have to cancel the trip. Oh, well, well, don't be silly. I'm not blaming you for taking another assignment.
5: Oh,
3: dear. Isn't that always the way? When it rains, it certainly drowns you.
0: Well, is there any way you can. I mean, well, well, Mr. Taylor and I planned so hard for this trip, Nana.
3: Come here a minute, McGee.
0: Huh? Oh, what
2: are you... Oh, now, wait a minute, kiddo. No, sir. They're going to be gone three days. You know what a devil that little teeny is. And... Shh. She'll hear you. Molly, I refuse to babysit here with that pint-sized atom bomb for three days. My gosh, that teeny leaves me limping 15 minutes at our house. You realize what it would be like for three days here? And besides, there's the baby. And... Hush,
3: hush. She kind mm-hmm. hung up. Forget it. Just a thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dear, the poor little thing. She's almost in tears.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Mrs. Taylor. Uh, y- yes. Uh, well, uh, we couldn't help overhearing your phone call, and I just had a talk with Molly, and I and her decided that since this trip means much to you and all, and. Well, and with Teenie being such a cute kid and so much fun to be with and all, well, we're going to take that Nana's place for you. You go.
0: You're sweet. Oh, no. I I couldn't impose on you like that. Well, if that's
3: your that. final
2: answer, I guess we might as
3: well... Oh, but we insist, don't we, dearie? Uh,
2: uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we insist. Bet you betcha.
3: You go right ahead and call your husband, Mrs. Taylor, because McGee and I are delighted to do it. Oh,
0: I just don't know what to say, how to thank you. Oh, I just shouldn't let you do this at all, but... Mark and I have waited so long for this trip. Now,
3: just don't say another word.
2: Yeah, you just pull yourself together and give us a rundown on what we're supposed to do, and then Molly and I will come back and take over the first thing tomorrow morning.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Look, I'd better call Mark first and break the good news. Uh, Why don't you hang your coats up over there and sit down a while, and we'll go over everything.
2: Yeah, well, give me your coat, kiddo.
3: Oh, you're a good boy, McGee. I thought you'd offer to stay with the
2: kids. (laughs) You know me, hard head, soft heart. Uh, Where'll I hang the coats, Mrs. Taylor? Oh, never mind. I'll put them right here in your hall closet. Oh, no, no,
0: no not in there. That's... Well, I can have you. <laughs> oh. Heavenly day.
2: What do you know? They got one, too. I feel at home here already.
1: Deborah <laughs> and Molly will be right back. Have you discovered Dial Shampoo? It's the new shampoo that does something exciting to your hair. Listen.
0: Sparkle, sparkle, your hair too. Sparkles after Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo gets your hair clean. Dial Shampoo gives your hair sheen. Diamond Sparkle, that's for you when you use Dial Shampoo.
1: Yes, your hair will have that diamond sparkle look the very first time you use Dial Shampoo. This new shampoo is specially made to give your hair a priceless sheen, an extra brightness. With Dial Shampoo, you get loads of lanolated lather. It's a creamy, rich lather, gentle but thorough. And it leaves your hair soft and easy to manage. Buy Dial Shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle.
0: Diamond Sparkle, that's for you. When you use Dial Shampoo, Dial Shampoo.
3: Well, we'd better get to bed and get a good night's sleep, McGee. We start babysitting tomorrow.
2: Yeah. I hope we didn't bite off more than we can handle.
3: Oh, we'll manage all right.
2: I'm glad you're optimistic about it, because frankly, I feel just like a turtle with his head caught in a fence. What do you mean? I keep wishing I hadn't stuck my neck out in the first place. (laughs) Get some rest. Good night.
3: Good night, all.
1: Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Mary Lansing as Mrs. Taylor. This is John Wald urging you to be with us tomorrow night when Mr. and Mrs. McGee take over the Taylor household and begin a weekend with Teeny and her baby brother. It may not be much fun for the McGees, but I bet it will be for us. Here it is. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC radio network.